welcome to Gab and Jam, episode 313. And what are we talking about today? All right, on episode 313, we're talking about underappreciated bands that you still might not know. Yeah. So, yeah. so everybody's going back, you know, retro, 70s, 80s, 90s, the aughts, all the way back, right? And we hear playlists all the time of people who call themselves compiling, you know, the best of whatever these years are. Yeah. And there are some bands that never seem to make those playlists. Yeah. And that's kind of, that was kind of the, um, I guess, the, the inspiration for this episode. It's like, you know what? There are some bands that are kicking fucking ass yeah. and and they don't make the playlist. And so we think it's a shame. We want you guys to know about it. Yeah. Or, or sometimes you just know like one or two songs. Yeah, you know, that's true. Body, okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, you might hear like this one song. Yeah. You might feel like, okay, that's all this group has ever done. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and that to me, for certain groups, it kind of like, it robs them. Yeah. You know, of really how important they were and yeah. how important the music is. And, yeah. and, and what a treasure trove of great stuff they got. Yeah, I love it. So. All right. So the first one is one that we both love when we, when we met yeah. in the 80s, Violent Femmes. Yeah, and, I mean they had quite a few songs. Um, Children of the Revolution, Blister in the Sun. Yeah. Just what what was that out? The one album. That, uh, well, I know for me, their first album, okay. the Violent Films. That's the one that had Blister in the Sun on it. Yeah, it was just it. Daddy, uh, please don't go. Uh, oh, please. daddy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah please don't, don't go. go. And then gone, daddy, gone. Uh, your your love, love is gone. gone. Yes. You know that, yes. that whole album is just. And it's like it's punk, but it's awesome. punk that's not taking itself too seriously for me not yeah. taking this up too seriously and that's not so unlistenable well no because the musicianship on that record mm-hmm. is top shelf oh, wow. i mean it's 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 awesome mm-hmm. i mean it, this it, if you listen at first violent films album it's raw yeah but the yes. musicianship is just it's top notch yeah. it really is it's yeah. a great album yeah so make sure you check it out you know what we'll yeah. include a playlist link um with this post so that if you want to go over and hear these songs, um, you can do that. All right. The second for me, I know we've talked about them on a genre unto themselves, is Cake. And yeah. Cake, um, they all he's always had this quirky uh, kind of sound. And, you know, we realize this one guy and, and he just kind of keeps reassembling yeah. the band. But it's his sound. Yeah. Because I never knew that, that the players were changing. Yeah. I just know the sound continues. Yeah. And so it's one person, but Yeah, the sound and the production. It it's it, you know, it has that throughout all yes. the records, right? And I had no idea that it, it I just thought it was, you know, one group. Yeah. And to find out it's really just one guy. Yeah. And that he just keeps reassembling, but he his sound, you know, is yeah. is, is, is throughout. Yeah, you could just do a playlist of all K guys. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it would just be yeah. really, really good to kind of get into. And 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 it's so it's quirky, it's funky, yeah. it's you know, it's alternative, but it's not alternative. Right. There was a sweet spot when you know alternative was first kind of hitting in the early nineties where they didn't know what it was. Yes. You know, and so it was sort of like on I know the uh, alternative, yeah, yeah. The, the alternative station in our area. Yeah. They were playing some of everything. So yep. we heard like Julian Cope, we heard like Princess Get Off, yep. we heard like Tans Trent Darby's records. You hear Fishbone. Uh, Fishbone. You, you heard so many yeah, different Even the Beastie Boys. Cake, you, yeah. You know, yeah. Beastie Boys. Yeah. Along with Nirvana, along yes. with hearing like, you know, Pearl Jam and, you know, the usual culprits with respect yeah. to what we think, think alternative, alternative is now. But at that time, it was just, just a potpourri yeah. of just 
different stuff yeah. that went into, you know, Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, and, all of it. Yeah. It was so many different Cable, things that you yeah, heard. It just, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, yeah. it was all over the place, yeah. you know. Um, and that was, I don't know, that was that Urban was a, Dance Squad. Or, yeah. You know, Faith No More. It's like all of this stuff was yeah. kind of being mixed up in this and that thing. was it was a joy to listen then i mean you know i hate to hate to sound old but that was that was like the magic it was it, it's like they were they didn't know what it was yeah. and then after a while they kind of decided okay this is what i'll turn yeah, right it is only and, this and right. nothing else yeah and it kind of became the grunge age yeah. and, that was and then rap and roll i mean yeah. the, the, the well what i'm saying that, that that's i'm saying it evolved to being more or less grunge yeah you know i mean you know, where it was like, you know, Pearl Jam's Soundgarden, yeah. Alice in Chains, yeah. uh, STP, yeah. uh, you know, as, as yeah. all of those groups were yeah. kind of, you know, Candlebox, yeah. you know, all these groups were all part of what yeah. made alternative alternative, you yeah. know, so, yeah. but it was one kind of sound. Right. And then, right, song after song after song yeah. after song. All right, so another group that we think you guys should check out, which we love, who came, I guess, a few years back. Locally, uh, Kings X. They are black, kind of Christian rock. Well, well that, but the lead particular... singer, the lead singer is black. Uh, so, so the okay. the pennant, oh, right, right, he's sorry. bass player, lead singer, and you know, right. and he, they have this uh, hard Beatlesque sound. Oh, I like that. You know, that's that that's really the way that because they they do those Beatle harmony. Yeah. But but they're really a strange yeah but version. The, the guitar twisted. player uh, what's his name Ty Tarbor or something like that but just unbelievable the stuff that he does as far as just uh, his chord selection mm-hmm. and uh, you know um, the inversions that he decides to use uh, just the way that he decides to harmonize those chords to me is so unique. And that, to me, is a big part of what makes their sound, I guess, so huge. It to is. It's, it is. It's such a huge sound that they have. Yeah. And um, and then Doug also plays like that eight string bass. Mm. It's like and which also kind of gives that same sound to it. It's and then like, it's also their vocals. It's yeah, just, and yeah, the vocals are yeah. just great. The harmonies are just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um. Also, so that was on the uh, Rocky side, but of course on the R&B side, we didn't realize the impact of a group like Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. was such great songwriting. Um, from 1990 to 1996, the Revival um, a- album was really good, and then Sons of Soul. And then, of course, we liked House of Music, too. So yeah. they seemed like more throwaways at the time. But then, yeah. as we look no, back, but, but they, they always, you know, the, they've always just had really good songs, you know. Yeah. It never rains in Southern California. But I, mean, I thought, you know, um, I thought, oh, that that would continue on with other groups. You know how things usually just evolve. And I'm saying it seemed like it seemed like at the test of time, those songs are things that to me still sound good. Versus, oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, but the, because the the thing has always been to me is uh kind of like the layman r&b band you right. know you know right. you know the, the guys kind of just playing together and um you know they decide they're gonna put together a band and they get out there and start playing that just kind of died you know mm-hmm. and i'm saying i think like so the last one to kind of come out of that would be the roots yeah right. but the roots is less 
R&B, more kind of rap hip hop. Yeah. Then they are, you yeah. know, so I think like R&B bands would have been um, uh, Pretty Brown Eyes. Who was that? Men Condition? Men Condition. Yeah. Okay. That might have been like okay. the last like band. Okay. That was big like that. Now, again, this is the great thing about social media and stuff that's happening out there. That there are probably other R&B bands yeah. that might be out there doing some stuff. Yeah. And you guys, I'm gonna say, think of them. Please put it, throw in, them in, the link below. Put it, put it in, know, in the description. Yes. Say, hey, you know, you need to check out this band. Right. That yeah. Band, whatever it is. That's great. I'd love to add yeah. it to the playlist. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. So another one who I know we've shared on our musical discoveries um, but we think needs to be on your playlist is Ben Harper. Yeah. And he's been uh, consistent in his commitment to doing what he wants. And that has, you know, yeah. morphed throughout the years, but it always is true to him. Yeah. So yeah, it's a folk. Uh, it's Well, let's start with blues. So I, I think that quintessentially Ben Harper is a blues singer. Yeah. But, you know, there are folk elements to what he does. Yeah. There are kind of rock elements. Yes, he there does. Are funk elements. And there side. are reggae elements yeah. to what he does. Yeah. Kind of crosses all those different things, you know. So, yeah, I mean, it's... He it's, never seems like he's chasing anything. And that's yeah. the, I guess that's the thing that always is inspiring for me. Yeah. For somebody who just keeps doing it. And he's like, hey, yeah, I'm feeling like blues today. I yeah. feel like the, with the flat... What's the guitar... The way they oh, play the, like the, the, the overall, yeah, 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 yeah. So he yeah. feeling like that, we'll do that. Oh, no, I'm feeling hard right now, you know, yeah, so yeah. And so, again, we been- and, and and he's done some blue stuff like with Charlie Musselwhite, yeah, and they did an album together, yeah. Uh, he did like uh, an album with the Blind Boys of Alabama, oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. he, he, you know, he's just done so many different things, yeah. you know, um, and he does, you're, you're right, this kind of goes with his heart. Exactly. Yeah, and, and we appreciate that. Yeah. Another group that has aged like fine wine, mm-hmm. and that I know I didn't appreciate fully back when we first heard them, is Skunk Anansi. Yeah. And I'm saying especially with, um, I guess, some of the topics that they covered. Yeah. With, um, yeah, so I, we'll put the link below, but but when I listen even to the lyrics of some of the 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 music that they had out, you know, the album mm-hmm. that they had out early in the 90s, I'm like this stuff is so is so, it's so relevant today. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. like you could yeah. put this out now, and and we be having the same. You know, it, it helps add to this conversation yeah. that we're having politically, yeah, and, and socially. So yeah, um, and they're another group that I think it's hard rock, but not necessarily kind of have more of a punk attitude. Yeah, but I don't know if you would call them punk mm-hmm. per se as much as you know they're kind of just a hard rock kind of band you know yeah. i mean i can actually see them and living color on the same ticket yeah you know yeah. so yeah yeah all right uh next on the list is xtc we love the fun stuff yeah like since is working overtime mayor of simpleton king for a day yeah but dear god is my song yeah, it is no sense in my house is uh, that one. Yeah, I, I think that's from what uh, settlement. Uh, what's the name of that record? I, I'm not you know, sure, but yeah. we'll, we'll make sure we put a link below yeah, to that. But that that was like the first one I'd ever heard. It's yeah. like um, there was a person I used to work with, and you know, she gave me that tape, and uh, she would say, "You need to check this out." And I, and that's when I think it was um, all of a sudden was on uh, that. I think no um, thugs in our house yeah. was on that one. Yeah. So I, English settlement. That's okay, the yeah, that's that's okay, the record that's right. the record that I you know and that that kind of and that was the same thing it was like kind of tripping back uh, you know I was at work and 
you know, a uh, young lady I worked with gave me the Violent Femmes. Oh, yeah. And, and, cool. and so that's how I found out about the Violent Femmes. Oh, she yeah. let me hear that. And, and she also let me hear Scritti Politti. And as I, oh, I found yeah. out about them, I was like, oh, wow, I like this. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Scritti Politti is like having a pinch of um, uh, honey. It's like it, a pinch is great. <laughs> But a whole tablespoonful on the tongue is too much. So. Yeah, but if you want a quintessentially well done, well produced no, well, 80s produced. record, it's that uh, 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 Cupid and the Psyche. Yeah. 85, I think it is. Yeah, I think that's. By uh, Squiddy Politti. Yeah, they're on, everybody. they're on everybody's playlist. Yeah. But, well, yeah. All right. Um, next on the list um, is Rick James. And I know you were talking about how. You felt like maybe he didn't, he never really got the do he deserved. You want to talk about that? Well, because of the fact that Rick James was one of those artists who I think never really crossed over, per okay. se. You okay. know, like I, I think people probably found out about like Super Freak, uh, more from You Can't Touch This, yeah, from MC Hammer doing it, yeah. and I think Nicki Minaj just recently sampled it and yeah. basically is doing the same thing, but but. Other than that, you know, a lot of times people don't, like, really get into, like, Mary Jane from his first oh, record yeah. or You and I from his first record yeah. or Bustin' Out from his second record. You know, I mean, Rick James was just unbelievable. I mean, yeah. you talk about, you know, people say musical genius. This guy, I mean, he could play everything. He did play everything. I mean, and... And he, he had a vision for look for the... The branding and all uh, that. And as the well. whole thing. Yeah. This this whole thing. He was that um he was taking, you know, what George Clinton and uh the funky groups were doing in the seventies and he really is a person who kind of springboarded it into the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, so um with that come get it record. Um that was I think that was released in like seventy eight. Mm-hmm. That record was crazy, crazy good. You know, so and yeah, we sleep on him because at the time, especially during the seventies and eighties, uh, black artists were kind of relegated to black radio, uh, right? Right. You know, and very right. few black artists kind of crossed over, mm-hmm. and so um, we don't see that today. Right. But back then, it was radio was really segregated. Yeah. You know, and so a lot of these artists, because of that are overlooked. Yeah. And, you know, and, and and of course, he has some character issues. <laughs> so I'm sure that might keep him out of like the Rock and Roll yeah. Hall of Fame. But to me. Yeah. Rick James deserves being rock and roll. Yeah, based on the work that he's done. Yeah, he needs to be in rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. that's that's just me. Yeah, well, because Phil can make it. Oh, oh anyway, <laughs> all right. Next on the list from the eighties slash nineties is Fishbone. Yeah, Fishbone, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, again, I can't say enough about Fishbone. It, you know, kind of taking George Clinton, but yeah. it's not just that they do Scott. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, they do rock, yeah, and they just do stuff that you can't even just categorize. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's just crazy, crazy. Good and stuff. the branding, oh my god, I'm sorry, but if there was an iconic T-shirt, yes, that would be fish one bone. that I yes. would wear. Which that, yeah, that one true. little fish, yeah. we're, we're good. Yeah, that one little true. fish bone, right? Yeah. Like that is that's that's branding gold, right? When we run across something like that, keeping it forever. All right. Um, the next on the list is Living Color, and then I don't know if you guys know, but it's Danny Glover's son was the leader. Um, but it started. No, no, he's not. Corey Glover is not Danny Glover's son. He is. He is. He's not. I thought we figured that out. No, he's not. You mean no. Donald Glover is not? 
No, Corey Glover is not Danny. Okay. Glover. All right. Well, we'll, we'll, okay. We'll edit that out. Okay. All right. Uh, so Living Color started that whole Black Rock push, yeah. but uh, we stalked them for a minute when they were, um, when they were started. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Them along with Tracy Chapman kind of came out about the same time. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and this is a group I, again, I think kind of gets trapped by its own success. So, they might be looked at as a one-hit one. Yeah. You know, because people know the cult of personality. Yeah. And that's all you kind of know about them. Yeah. It's kind of like, I think sometimes that happens to Tracy Chapman. Yeah. You know, everybody knows Fast Car, right. but you don't know anything else. Right. She didn't write anything else. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, no, she went on to write other great stuff. Right. And that's the same thing with Living Live Color. Went on to do other great yeah. songs. Just kind of fell out the mainstream. They yeah. were kind of like... Um, just after a while, they started making music, and there was just no place for it to fit. Yeah. You know, yeah. for whatever reason, it yeah. just did not. At them, you know, Transfer and Darby or Sananda Matria. Right. Mm -hmm. Just after a while, yeah. for whatever reason, there wasn't a place for those types of yeah. groups. And for some reason, Lenny Kravitz kind of pushed through, yeah. and these groups didn't. Yeah. And I don't know why. Yeah. You know, but that's the way it is. So. Yeah. All right. So another great group will put. Again, yeah. put a couple songs by them um, in our playlist. And Cameo is on the list. So now we're starting to uh, um, a nice bunch of what we, we're going to call this the funk section. Yeah, kind of, I guess so. It, it, again, these are groups to me that are more than just that. Okay. But I, I think a lot of times uh, they kind of are the victims of what I was just talking about earlier. Okay. Of the segregation that went on with black radio okay. and, and, and and pop radio, where these groups just, for whatever reason, never, quote-unquote, crossed over. So, mm -hmm. and like Cameo, when they did, they became like this novelty act. So, yeah, like, yes. like, you know, people are in the cod piece and, right, and word hit. up. And, and so you think about them as that. But you don't know about, like, Shake Your Pants or I Like It or some of these other songs that they did, yeah. you know, back in the late 70s, early 80s yeah. that are just monster songs, yeah. you know. And again, you know, a lot of times people gave, like, Prince and even to some degree Michael Jackson that credit for fusing, like, funk and and rock and that kind of thing, or like the Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah. kind of giving them the credit for doing that. But what they miss is that, you know, Rick James, um, Cameo, and, you know, Isley Brothers, mm -hmm. all these groups were doing this a yeah. long time ago. Yeah. You know, and so I so I think that's the part that's overlooked. And again, another group that to me could be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Tell my cameo. Yes. Yes. Oh, I like that. Um, Commodores is next on the list. Another one. You know, again, I think people know Brickhouse. Yes. That's it. Or, you know, but you just, they've got so many great songs. Yeah. You know, yeah. just tons of them. Yes. You know, even in the, the ballads. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, the ballads are just, And I wasn't know, even a ballads person, but those right. are just, yeah. It's like, again, I mean, you, you want to hear... Lionel Richie's younger voice. You want to hear yeah. Lionel Richie with, I mean, they're quintessentially an R&B band, but kind of pop too, mm -hmm. you know, because he was writing these pop ballads back then, you know, yeah. like there's even on the same album that has like, you know, Brickhouse on it, Easy's on that, um, uh, Zoom's on that, you know, so okay. these are these are other songs that he has done, you yeah. know, and then, you know, people don't even realize, like, Sail On, that was a Commodore song, oh, you know, God. Three Times a Lady, that That's came out, The Flying uh, High, that was another right, yes. album that came out, that was, I think it was released 
after their live album okay. that that particular album came out. So okay. it's like, I don't know, Commodores again. I slept on, people don't realize how great. These were like, to me, when I was growing up, they were like the super bands. Like I looked at the Commodores as being like Led Zeppelin oh, wow. or any of these other groups. Same thing, Earth, Wind, and Fire. They were like Led Zeppelin, oh, some yeah, of these yeah, other groups. Yeah. For me, you know, mm-hmm. I, when we went to go see them live, oh my goodness, they were just a spectacle. Yeah. They were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, so I have, I, I think, a different perspective kind of mm. based on that. So, Ooh, love it. All right, next on the list is the Ohio Players. Oh, God. You know, Prince wouldn't exist without them. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, the Ohio Players, uh, so kind of jazz. Yeah. Things like uh, Heaven Must Be Like This, Sweet Sticky Thing. Yeah. It's got this jazzy feel to it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What the hell from uh, the Fire album? Straight up rock, mm. you know. I mean, I, this this just stuff that they did. I mean, yeah. again, the Ohio players had it all. They fused it all, mm. you know. Um, unbelievably tight band, yeah. Um, and unbelievable groups, mm. you know. So funky, funky, funky. Yeah, funky. And those album covers. Oh my god. Yeah, that 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 that, that was the staple. Yeah. You know, that was it. You know what all plays out. Yeah, you really you know. And you still, from, to this day. All yeah. right, um, next on the list is Brothers Johnson. Brothers Johnson, the late Louis Johnson, and, you know, his brother George. Uh, Louis has played on some of everything as a bass player. George did, too. These guys, they started off with Billy Preston. Oh. Um, and so, you know, from then, you know, they kind of moved on and, you know, put out their first record circa 1975, 76. This guy get get the funk off my face on that one. Okay. And again, yeah, they've done that. some of everything. You know, again, they are just rock. It's, um, it, they they do the funky stuff, of course, just mm-hmm. straight up R&B, just everything. Yeah. You know, again, you just have to go back and just kind of check out their albums. Yeah. And, and the plan, uh, Lewis is, you know, and I'm kind of biased because it's bass, but Lewis <laughs> is just unbelievable. And to close this list out, one of your favorites and um, and an adopted one of my favorites is Johnny Guitar Watson. Yeah, no, and it's sort of like uh, Johnny Guitar Watson has a long history, right? That That's dates, what, like, I you know, longer than a teenager, uh, like, right? Yeah, I mean, like to the fifties, right? You know, so he had a song I think it's called Space Guitar that he did like in the fifties and. Then he had done like a version of uh, Gangsta Love. I never heard that. The version I heard was when he redid it himself mm-hmm. in like 1978 and it was on his Giant album mm-hmm. and he redid Gangsta Love and that's the version that I'm accustomed to. Right. So I got to see the remade Johnny Guitar Watson wow. who kind of fused blues yes. with funk. Yes. Right? And yeah. he just came up with this original and unique sound. And I, I mean, that is kind of, the uh, I don't, I hate to say it, the foundation of BPJ, Bourgeoisie Paper Jam, yeah. because that whole feeling like you're riding a horse, yeah. when I hear his music, I hear it's like that Western type of yeah. cadence. That yeah. kind of underlines a lot of the BPJ for me, because a yeah. lot of the things that your grooves Seems mm-hmm. like you're right. We're riding. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I can see that because yeah. it, just to me, it, as a kid, it I it was the most unique thing I ever heard. Yeah. You know, it was just such this un 
and definitely, I'm about to say it, you know? it still stands. Yeah, it, 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 it stands yeah. out by itself. It's like yeah, it's, it's like black it people doing did. country western, but it's not country western because yeah, it's, 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 it's funky. It's got all it, these it, things yeah. to it, you know. So and, I guess that's why I'm a fan because yeah. it's obscure and it is a, a special mix. Like yeah. you won't hear that mix. Yeah. You know, flipping the stations. It's just not going to, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, songs like uh, Real Mother For You or oh, yeah. uh, Superman Lover, um, you know, it just, Johnny Guitar Watson is just, uh, he's a genius to me that's been overlooked. And, yeah. you know, he was even overlooked back in the day. Yeah. So, but. But he persisted, yeah. which we love. We yeah. love that. Um, what do you guys think? Who would you add to our playlist of, of underappreciated uh, bands, groups, artists. We love to hear about it. We like to add to our own musical collection. Yeah. So make sure you drop it in the comments below. And what else? And we will be doing our live stream for Obtaining Flow. Yes. It will be on December, December 1st. 1st at 7 p.m. Yes. Eastern Time. P.m. Yeah, p.m. <laughs> Not a.m. Nine in the morning. All right. And t-shirts. Retro Flow t-shirt. Yeah. And the Clouds t-shirts are available. The links are below. Please check us out. And our book will be coming out in the next week. Oh, my God. So excited. So uh, there'll be a link below for that, too. Um, there's a special discount code too so yeah. make sure you check that out if you dig the vibe and you want to be a part of the tribe be sure to subscribe we're wishing you love peace mm -hmm. and kicking